0: Hello and welcome. Today we are talking about why I like and don't like slow release T3. So first I have to give mad props to Dr. Weston Childs. Him and I think so much alike and to the point where it's actually kind of funny. Sometimes I will listen to his podcast or watch his videos and I'll say, I just said that or that's exactly the way that I say it. So I know he has a couple points that I agree with, a couple points that I don't. When it comes to slow release t3 just based on what i have seen with my patients so we're going to go over that so by slow release t3 we are talking about the thyroid medication t3 not t4 so we're taking the levo and the synthroid and all of that out of it we're talking about slow release t3 now slow release t3 has to be compounded you can't go to your local pharmacy And have your doctor write a script for that. And we'll go over the the hurdles with that in a moment too. Are you finally at your wits end where you are tired of dealing with doctor after doctor? Maybe you've spent thousands on integrative or functional practitioners that have not helped you at all because they don't know the thyroid and hormones. They're not even testing properly. So come work with myself and my team. We prescribe to all 50 states and parts of Canada. I have you covered. You're going to recognize the person you see in the mirror again. Doesn't that sound absolutely amazing? Well, it might sound like you don't even believe it, but I promise you, I promise you, we will take good care of you. So click the link in the show notes, book a call today, and we'll be talking to you soon. So compounded often has issues with the fillers in it because a pharmacist, compounding pharmacist has to make it. And in order to make it slow release, they have to put something in it that is slow digesting, something like cellulose. So that's going to cause the body to break it down at a slower pace as that T3 is being released into being broken down in the gut and being released into the bloodstream. So some people will actually have an issue with the fillers themselves. And cellulose, if, if that is used, that can actually prevent full absorption of the medication. So here we have the cellulose binding to the T3. And as the cellulose is slowly being broken down by your gastrointestinal tract, the T3 is being released into the system. But the cellulose itself can pose an issue because it might block some of that T3. So let's say you're, you have 50 micrograms of T3. That's what we found that your body does best with and needs, but you're only getting 30 of that or even 40 of that because of the cellulose preventing the absorption of it. And that can be a really big problem because with T3, listen, the dose a difference of 2.5 micrograms can make or break someone. Um, especially when you start getting into the difference of 10 micrograms, that can be the difference between being optimized and getting your life back and feeling like a normal human being and not. So that is a big one right there. Um, The other problem is if you do need a higher dose of T3, slow release T3, because it's not being properly absorbed, is your doctor actually going to write for that? Is your doctor actually going to understand? And hopefully, because the doctor who would have to agree to write for compounded slow release T3 would have to be an out of the box thinker anyways. But if you go back to said doctor and say, hey, you know, um, now I'm on 50 micrograms of this slow release. And I was on 50 of the normal regular old run of the mill T3 leothyronine. And yeah, we were breaking that up and we switched to slow release. And now I'm crashing. So 50, 50, I might need more. Will you write for a higher dose if not all of the 50 micrograms is is being absorbed? Good luck getting that because doctors are already kind of iffy about writing for a higher dose of T3. If you need a higher dose based on non-absorption or absorption issues, that could pose a problem in you actually being able to get it. And then if you have gut issues, who doesn't? These days, most of us have some type of GI issues. Um, and it doesn't have to be a diagnosis. It doesn't have to be SIBO or celiac or H. Pylori. It could just be that your digestion sucks because you've been eating horrible foods and you have inflammation in the gut, and you have heartburn and you're popping pepsids left and right, like my dad does. We're working on that as we speak with designs for health gastromend and digestive enzymes, and it's actually working. Um, so, heartburn, bloating constipation. If you're having gut issues already, then you may have trouble breaking down the cellulose that actually makes it sustained release. So you might not even break down that cellulose. And then we don't even know what happens. Does it just sit there? Do you eventually get the full dose? Do you not get the full dose? We don't know. By the way, this is in the column of why I don't like it, if you haven't guessed that yet. You can't control the dose when you, or you can't control when you get that woohoo dose of T3. So if you're taking the sustained release, you take it once a day. You know that when you, for those of you on T3, lucky enough to be on T3, you kind of get that, especially in the beginning, you get that nice like, huh. burst of energy, that, woo. okay, I feel good. And then you take your next dose in the afternoon, Woo, I feel good. And then maybe you're taking multi-doses like three times a day and you get that, okay, I got, I got this. I got life for the next few hours here right now. You don't get that woo-hoo dose and that woo-hoo feeling of T3 when you're on the sustained release because you're just taking it once and then you're just kind of, you're waiting, waiting, waiting for it to kick in, hoping that you feel better. Crossing your fingers that it's getting absorbed, crossing your fingers that it's getting broken down. So that's a downside. Um, Often, you have to remember too, we use circadian dosing to raise low cortisol, and we can't do that with slow release. So when a patient is like really low cortisol, especially in the morning and in the first part of the day, we can use the T3 during those times, sometimes even. before they actually get out of bed, we can dose it then like at 4 or 5 a.m. just to start pushing that cortisol up a little bit to get them into a better pattern. We can't really do this with slow release because it's being slowly released throughout the day. Another uh, part of why I don't like it is good luck getting your doctor to write for it. Like I said earlier, you're going to need a compounding pharmacy. So you're going to need a physician that works with a compounding pharmacy. I mean, that's not that hard to find. Most major cities have compounding pharmacies and some physicians are open to writing for that. But then you also have to have that physician being open to writing for a higher dose if you're not absorbing it. So keep that in mind too. So, all right, here's maybe some pros. See, I'm more on the fence than Dr. Childs. I'm more on the, let's just figure this out and get you on multi-doses, um, of regular T3 because there's too many cons for me with the slow release. And just even compounded T3 in general, I have consistently seen patients do poorly on that. And it, it's there's been, I mean, literally maybe one patient that I've had that did okay on compounded, all the other ones that came to me that were trying compounded before, or that came to me feeling like garbage because they were on compounded, not super f- much of a fan of compounded thyroid medication. Now, compounded hormones, totally different story. Compounded thyroid medication, meh. So maybe some pros, if you, if you can't even tolerate 2.5 to 5 micrograms at once, then this uh, slow release may allow for more tolerability, and and again, this is few and far between. Do I have some patients that can't tolerate two point five? Yes, and it's very case dependent. Again, if it's because you have low cortisol, then you're gonna you got to suck it up. You got to take it. We got to get that. If you have low T three and low cortisol, you got to take it, and you, we're gonna have to multi dose you. And slow release is not gonna cut it in that case. Um, even if you're if you're getting a little bit jittery, 2.55, oh well, it'll pass. It will pass. It's not harmful. It's just it, it's it's something that happens and you're gonna be okay. If you're at the point where we tried and tried and tried and tried and tried and it's not working, then maybe we do try slow release T3 with you for more tolerability. Another pro is that you don't have to remember the two second or third dose. Um But to that, I say, then again, why not remember if it's going to change your life? Set a timer. So yeah, I know we're busy. We're all busy. And yeah, sometimes we forget to take that second. I never forget to take my second. I want to say once in like the last five years have I forgotten to take my second dose of T3. Um, But you know what? In the beginning, set a timer and just get used to it because this is something that's going to change your life. So maybe it's a little inconvenient, but that's too bad because it's going to change your life and give you your life back. So just set the timer for the second and third dose. I promise you'll get used to it. Some say it's easier because you don't have to schedule food and supplements around it. And again, I say, suck it up and figure it out if it means it changes your life and set a timer. So yeah, if you're having trouble figuring out when you're going to take your iron, it has to be four hours away. And then when are you going to take this? And when are you going to take that? T3 is not as sensitive to supplements and food. Can you get away with a half an hour? Yes. I wouldn't do that in the beginning when I was getting optimized. I would wait that full hour, but it's an hour. It's an hour on either side. And then, yes, it is technically four hours away from like iron, calcium. If you're taking calcium, you probably shouldn't anyways. Hopefully, you're not taking Tums or Pepsi that we even have to worry about that because we have your gut up, regulated and optimized. But it, it, everything is figure outable. So if it means that you will slowly become optimized in your thyroid and actually get your life back and have energy and have metabolism through the day, because it's a little bit inconvenient for you to schedule your supplements and food around your thyroid medication, so be it. What's the alternative? Feeling like garbage and being able to eat as much as you want and take your supplements whenever you want and cross your fingers and hope that that's enough? No, we have to optimize your thyroid. And sometimes that means a little bit of inconvenience in there. So see, I I got an argument to these pros. Uh, Last one is if you get super high blood pressure when you're taking your vitals. So people who are taking their vitals and they get a huge spike in their blood pressure post T3 dosing. Then the slow release T3 might be beneficial for you because you're not going to get that. You're not going to get the woohoo dose, and that woohoo dose will not push up your blood pressure into a super physiological high range. I don't mean just a little bit higher, I mean high. Like you're getting headaches. You can feel like your your pulse in your brain. Um, That is an issue. That's too high blood pressure. And for that, we might use. So release T3. but other than that, I think you can see where I stand. I kind of am, am in preference of double dosing or multi dosing your T three and figuring it out from there. The other nice thing about that is that we can change your dose with each dose. So we can you know give you let's say ten micrograms in the morning and then another, If you can't tolerate 10 and 10, we can go 10 and then five and then five here. And we can change it based on your energy. And when you tank, we can even, you know, we can load the afternoon. If that, if you're like, I'm really good in the morning, but then in the afternoon, that's when I tank, well, then that could be your higher dose. So if you're on 25, we can go 10, 15. We can do so much more with cytomeline and than with compounded slow release T3. So that is my take on it. I hope you enjoyed it. And as always, share it and ask me questions. Thank you so much for listening to the Thyroid Fix Podcast. As always, please share this with anyone that you know that needs this information. And I guarantee you there's a lot of people out there and in your life who do. If you would please take a moment to write a review on Apple Podcasts, that would be much appreciated. I read all of them. Also, please remember that anything that you hear on this podcast is not intended to diagnose or treat. You always want to check with your doctor about any advice given that you hear on this podcast. And if you would like to book a discovery call, a free discovery call to go over everything that's going on with you and to go over how I can help you, please go to my website at amyhorneman.com. The link is always in the show notes and click on book a call. Choose a time and a day that's right for you and we will see how we can help you. Thanks for listening.